Welcome to another episode of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. How are you? Oh, super duper great. I thought we'd uh, have a nice, fun conversation tonight, or maybe not. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk about something that I think is pretty prevalent in today's society, and that is body image issues. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yes. uh, I I believe that... um, mostly in today's day and age, they're very prevalent um, with it's the, the drop a few pounds mentality or get healthy mentality. Um, And I just think that there's, you know, body dysphoria issues. I mean, people have issues. And and again, I think it's with everything. It's not just being heavy. It's nose, cheeks, lips, boobs, but you know, how people just want to change everything. Um, but I think that those issues stem from societal. I mean, obviously. Um, and I know that, you know, we, we were talking earlier that obviously you've had some issues in the past and this was going to be a fun episode for you. So you get to <laughs> smile, you get to smile a little bit and, uh, and say, damn you, damn you, Rob. I, it shouldn't have been on our list, but, but I think that, that, I mean, obviously even with me over the last, uh, however many weeks now, 12 or 13 weeks, it's like, we all look in the mirror. I mean, if we, you know, we, we'd be lying if we said we didn't. And, um, at some point it's, it, it'll get you. And lots of people have this issue. It's not just, um, a small amount. I think it's bigger than most of us think. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I'm so, okay. I'm a hairdresser. And as soon as somebody sits down in there in my chair, I know what type of issues they're having and with what body part, because my, my salon has tall, very long, uh, mirrors. So when a person sits down, they literally sit down and they're looking at themselves full length in a mirror with nothing on before I put on their, their cape. And so it's inevitable at least two or three times a day, depending on how many people come in. I was like, God, I look fat in this mirror. Hey, um, this really makes my dark circles under my eyes look worse. Or, oh my gosh, my ears stick out too much. And you can see them through my hair. Oh, there's, there's such a list. I can't even tell you. It's like everybody has something. Guy, girl, it doesn't matter. When they sit down in front of a mirror, there's, there pointing out their insecurities in such a way that I I look at them and I'm like, wow, I didn't even see that. Wow. I didn't see that either. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I get you on that, but it's way worse in your head than what you're actually dealing with. And body issues always been a thing. I mean, let's just face it. Every, there's always something that we don't like or wish was different or, you know, if we have curly hair, we want straight hair. If we want, if we had blue eyes, we want green eyes. You know, there's like, there's a list. And so really nobody that I've come into contact with has been completely happy with themselves ever. Just doesn't happen. Yeah. I think there's no outrunning it. 
we all, we all have something. Um, I have a lot of moles. That's one of the things that, that bothers me about me. If I could cut them all off, I'll do it. And at some point I probably will. It's, it's just something that's, that bothers me. So we all have something to a degree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I grew up being the tallest of all the girls in my family on either side. Um, I was always the biggest. I grew very quickly. So I was 5'10 in the seventh grade, 5'10 size, 10 feet, seventh grade. It was great. So all of my friends now that we're adults, they're like a head shorter than me. We're average height of my friends is probably about five, five. And um, if I'm, I'm I think I'm being nice because there's maybe a little mm-hmm. shorter, but mm-hmm. I'm always a head taller than everybody else, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've always been a big girl. I played catcher for uh, seven years. So I had basically a catcher's butt and, you know, thighs and legs and um it, it it basically for me i always felt like i was under a microscope like there's right. no missing me walking into a room there's no missing me i i guess my personality is such where nobody'd miss me anyway because i'm kind of louder more like i walk into your room hey how's it going what's happening you know i i've always been that person but i wonder if i would have been that way had i been smaller or not been so focused on trying to get people to just see who I was before they saw like my size, which, you know, it, it, it basically, it served me well because being the tallest and the biggest, I was like, I didn't want anybody to say that my weight stopped me. Oh, well, you would have been so much better if you didn't weigh so much or, Oh, this would have happened if you didn't weigh so much. So I was the overachiever. I would find a way to make everything freaking happen for me just so that nobody could use my weight as a, a scapegoat, basically. Yeah, not a crutch. Yeah, it was not a crutch. So I was, I did really well in school. I, I had a lot of friends. I'm very popular. Everything I do, I do well. I made sure of that, though. I worked extra hard to do that so that, you know, again, so that nobody saw oh, me for my size, but more of who I was as a person. Right. I would say I probably did the same thing once I started talking. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, um, there's always the self-deprecation of making fun of yourself to break the ice or, and I do it to this day still like, but I think that being able to talk big and be, have a big personality mm-hmm. will, will make people overlook certain things. Or see him even worse. Maybe. No, you're, you're <laughs> right. Then no, that's that could be true. But in my own head, I'm like, okay, well, if I'm just this this personality, or and but I, I mean, I don't fake it. I do have a big personality now, and right, right. I and I will, you know, I'm very uh, talkative. Obviously, we're, no, we're doing you this. don't say. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I, I think that um, that that is a big deal, and I think that. I think a lot of people who have body issues or some kind of dysphoria of, of what they think is wrong with them, either do one or the other. You're either in a shell and sit in a corner or yeah. you have a big personality. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I, the, I think there's no middle ground. Yeah. 
I know for a lot of women, especially, it's almost um, it's almost too much for them to deal with at times. Like they really let what they find imperfect about themselves rule how they think about themselves and how they are with other people and how they act with men. And it's amazing. I, I guess in a way I was fortunate that I, I wanted to be the overachiever that, that overlooked what was going on with my body at whatever time it was in my life and just concentrated on, on what I could become or what I had going for me. I, I really needed to stay focused like that because it, it could have, really shot me down as a person as a, and as a personality. And the thing about that is like, for what, like, what, what was I really upset with or what was I really focusing on? That was, that was so important that nobody else, you know, could, could have, or, or, or had that it was so bad on me. I, I think as women, we just make things so, I don't know, dramatic. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it dramatic and go ahead. I know. I think so. And I, and I think it's funny, you know, maybe we'll have live on another time kind of talking about the same thing. You know, you go through so many changes between nine and 19 or nine and 20, you know, like these big body changes and these, I mean, you change so much mm-hmm. and I, you know, those are those influential years where everything happens and then everyone looks at you and everyone judges or everyone does this or that. And then what happens, th- those are your core years that are going to affect you going forward in life. I mean, I had a friend who, who's short, um, thick girl. Um, mm-hmm. when I first met her years ago, heavy was a very heavy girl. Um, but I guess her mom just pounded that into her her whole life. So no matter what, she just never thought she was skinny enough. And to this wow. day, she's like always diets, always ketos, always does this. And she's, she, this girl never, she'll never wear shorts. She, it, the only dress she'll wear is if it's long. Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't like her legs, but she's, it's in her head now so much that I think till the end, it'll be like that. Like she's, she had, she got her chin done. She put stuff in her lips. She's, you know, so I think it's made her so vain that like, I think go till she's, you know, old, older, I think she she'll end up getting surgeries or trying to stay young because mm. And probably diet until she's dead. See, I, in, and in a way, okay, the dieting thing, I, I've lost quite a bit of weight since from being at my biggest after my mom died, I was just eating to try to, I don't know, numb the pain, do something. And, and my, my weight blew up Mm -hmm. since then I I've lost like quite a bit of weight. I I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but I've lost 118 pounds total from what I was at my biggest. And um, like still my face, my chin, I've always had like a fat chin. And one of these days I'm going to get it all sucked out. <laughs> no, which, you no, know, I, which I, is okay. 
so I, I, yeah, I guess I still kind of have issues with my body or, or different parts of my body. I mean, but I could pick my whole part body apart, especially after losing the weight, you know, but, mm-hmm. but the chin, I get that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, trust me, I, I get it. You know, I've lost quite a bit of weight. I mean, like yeah. I said, I mean, I lost, I mean, I'm almost 40 pounds down. So yeah. like, I've definitely changed. Like my chin line is different, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you that like, so this week um, I started lifting weights because I could see myself like my arms were getting a little wiggly Yeah, because I've lost weight. So now I'm, my body's changing. So I'm getting smaller. So I'm like, well, I better start lifting just to keep that going. And, um, and I think the other thing too, is I'm trying to shock my body, you know, because I I don't want to plateau. So I'm like, all right, well, if I start lifting weights, my body's going to go, Oh shit. You're like, what are you doing? And, and probably change some more. But, but I think that like, look, I I understand like we're, we talked earlier, we're going to do a show on cosmetic surgery. And I think that, look, if it makes you happy, great. Like there's nothing wrong with getting cosmetic surgery. If you want to fix your chin, get it. But I, but I do think that the things that drive you there are what we're talking about. Like, and again, like this person's mom did it to her, like was on her. And I mean, we had long conversations about this where her mom just, she was never like, she would pound it in her head that like, you know, if you're like this, you're never going to get a man. You can't be like, you can't be heavy and get a man. You can't do this and get a man like blah, blah, blah. And I think that like, those are the, what that does to you mentally never goes away. Yeah. And, and I think that those are, are kind of the things that we're talking about where, you know, we do it enough to ourselves. <laughs> you know oh, what I yeah. mean? We, we don't need anyone else jumping on. And, and I'm sure that, um, it, it, it's a heavy thing that happens in marriage. I mean, I'm not like that, but I can see how husbands probably drive their wives to that as well. You, you know, know where- it, it, it's funny. I, I say a lot, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking about my, my marriage, I'm like, life really doesn't sound like it was that bad. Why are we getting divorced? I, this is going to be another one of those moments. My husband never said anything about my weight. He was concerned about me being healthy. He wanted to make sure that I was active and I was eating right and I was doing all that. But he he probably married me. No, he didn't marry me at my biggest, but he definitely married me bigger than not. And, um, you know, he always said that I was sexy. And as a matter of fact, it's funny because even dating now, guys are like, oh, my God, you're really sexy. I'm like, no, I'm not. But here's the the difference. The difference is I show up ready to be with whomever I'm with my makeup's on my hair's done I'm happy I'm confident or as confident as I can be and I always put my best foot forward and I don't let all that little shit come to the table like I don't let all my I don't talk about my imperfections I just don't everybody knows we have them we don't need to talk about them like push it under the table and what do I have to contribute and over the years, by being that person and always being out there and just being the one that will will say, I'll go first. I found that that so many people have said, wow, you're really sexy. 
because I did that, it had nothing to do with my size. It had nothing to do with my color. It didn't have to do with my weight. It was strictly just my confidence and my ability to just show up and, and be vulnerable and go through that. And I tell women all the time, like, it's not your ears sticking out, but the problem is it's your bad attitude towards yourself. That's what shows through. That's what makes, that's the difference between a guy asking a girl out and not it's, it's, you have to look and act and be good enough on your own without worrying about all your little imperfections. Cause I got to tell you, after being a hairdresser for 30 years, everybody's got imperfections. There's not one person that doesn't. We just need to leave them alone and go to something that we could work on and be positive about and, and start enjoying the life that we have in, in between, like striving to be perfect and being perfect. <laughs> so, so do you, since you, you see it a lot more than obviously a lot of people, do you think it's more of a younger thing or an older thing? Where do it's you? It's an everybody thing. Every so you, freaking buddy. So, so you don't think that there's, um, you don't think there's a, a bigger group? Do you think it's more young or more, or do you think it's pretty much across the board? I would say if, if you want to make it one or the other, I would say it's more women than men, mm-hmm. but, but I don't within, think age has that, a problem. Okay. No. So it's a, it's generally more, I mean, I would probably agree with that based on societies. I yeah. Mean, but I look can at, tell look you, at Cosmo. I mean, the covers of Cosmo are generally yeah. women and generally way overly photoshopped yeah and see like okay so being 50 now i'm noticing that my friends don't care about things the way they used to care about things like our cares are different and and our ability to not care and to own it and to just have fun and to not care about what the next person is doing we've gotten there but if there's a if there's like i've noticed if there's a younger group of women that are there and they're acting a little wild or they're getting attention from boys. It shuts down the older generation. And I'm like, wait, what happened to you guys? We were all just having a good time and everybody got insecure. What was that? And I think that it's, it's, I think that everybody just goes through it. I don't think it's an age thing. Okay. So definitely. I mean, obviously I, like I said, I, I would go along the thing that saying that it's probably more of a woman thing than it is men. I'd say so. I I think at least on the surface, I definitely think guys go through that um, with, with weight for sure. Um, Mostly when you see, you know, a fit guy, you, 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 you always go back to start judging yourself or something to that nature. Um, But then when it comes to body dysphoria or, your issues with certain things like like you said we we can all look at something and go this is a problem like like my nose goes a certain direction because i've been punched in the face way too many times (laughs) wrestling just you know i have scars on my head i got a lot of things that i can that i could point out but i don't look in the mirror every day and, and go oh my nose is so fucked up I'll blue every blue moon. I'll look and go, Oh yeah, it does kind of go to the right a little bit more and it does straight. Um, but I think a lot of people have that as well. Like 
or there wouldn't be plastic surgeons. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, those jobs are probably done per year, you know, right. tons. So, I mean, people have, we'll, we'll go and try to fix them. It, I think the thing is, is just how do we, how do we look at these issues and, and do our best to tell somebody for one, you're not alone, obviously, but you know, how do you get through this without it wrecking you? Because like I said, this one friend of mine, she, she's damaged from her mother. Like, Pretty, well, I think that's where damaged. a lot of our a woman's damage comes from to begin with. Like, let's face it. If, if I always tell family or I always tell people family is what teaches you your lessons. They're not here on this earth to get you through anything. They're not here on this earth to make you happy, to build you up. Like if you notice most of the crap that, that you, you overcome starts from your family and it was their crap too. Like, it's just, it's like a generational thing that is passed down from, from mother to daughter, son to, to father. I mean, I don't know, whatever, or father to son. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's, it, it's not, I think where all the insecurities come from are the person before us that's raising us their insecurities. So I know for me, I always tell women, you're making a big deal about something I didn't even notice, but thank you for pointing that out. Now I know what bothers you too. Why would you set yourself up to, for anybody to know your weaknesses or what you, your flaws that they could really bother you. I never did that. I'd be damned if I was going to let somebody tell me that I was this or that. And, you know, obviously I knew <laughs> from the get go anyway, but I wasn't going to let them see me sweat. I wasn't going to let them treat me as if um, my issues were going to be something that they could use against me. Right. I, I was not going to let that happen. But I think that's more personality than it is anything else. Like you, you took a stance at some point and was like, I'm not going to let this bother me at least on the surface. And, and, and I think I also, a lot of people hide it. Yeah. I also think too, being a woman, I, I had a lot of really good men in my life from my, my dad, my grandfather, my uncle, my brother, my ex, my, my like long, you know, boyfriends that I've had long-term, short-term, all of them. I was very fortunate that I had men in my life that saw something different in me than what I was seeing. And so they built me up in a way that kind of did give me what I needed to get through all the insecure crap. And they really made it they really made it obvious that being insecure wasn't an attractive quality to have. So I had to get over that shit quick in order to be somebody that they wanted to be around. Yeah. I, look, confidence is a, is a very bizarre thing. I mean, yeah, I think you're lucky that, that they built your confidence. Mm -hmm. They, they built it probably several different ways. Like you said, like, coming to you and saying, look, this isn't what a man's going to want. Right. You know, that might be one way of doing it or obviously saying you're pretty or this is, a, or you're, they're all building blocks, yep. um, which we all need to hear. Trust me. I mean, even at 50, you want to hear that you're handsome. Oh, I, absolutely. If, if you'd say that that's not true, you are lying straight out. 
I always say, tell me more. Like, like, just build it, just build it up. Just, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like I want to hear it, but like, don't, you don't have to fucking cake it on either. Like, Oh, I do smear that grab. I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, I like hearing it, but like, I guess in my own head, it's like, I have that level where I'm like, okay, that's enough bullshit. Like you don't have to keep bullshitting me. And, and, and even from the people that are, are probably telling me the truth, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, for me, I just think that it's one of those things where you're like, look, uh, you know, that's enough. But, you know, building, building character and building confidence in somebody at a young age, I think is always going to help them f- for, you know, further in their life where they're going to look at a body issue, probably a little less detrimental to them. Mm-hmm. Um and like I said, during these times of like growth between nine and 19, as a man and a woman, you are changing a lot. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like massive amounts. Um, you know, because we, we can throw acne in, into that, you know, acne is a huge thing. Um, and, um, my oldest stepdaughter had an issue. Um, my boy has, I wouldn't say a big issue, but definitely, you know, has had some issues with acne. And now that he's 19, he's, you know, he's starting to at least, I think, get over that hump mm-hmm. and understands how to take care of his skin. But, um, you know, those are things that can just be a, a, a stumbling block oh, coming yeah. out of high school. And, and again, it'll wreck you. Um, mostly as a woman where, you know, you're wearing makeup and you may be able to cover that, you know, or you don't ever really cover acne though. Let's just face it. You could, you can try to like make it not look so bad and it's still going to look bad. It's acne. Yeah. You're, you're in a spot where it's like, you can only do so much as a guy. There's no fixing it. You know, if you have acne, you are pretty much screwed because we don't have any protection of, of makeup at all. And like you said, even though, it, it's not a huge cover up yeah. for even a woman. Um, so I think that, that as people in general, we, we look at this, our bodies daily. It's a mere thing. It's, it's looking at other people thing. How do you think we can, we can curb this? And again, we're not doctors and we're not psychologists or whatever as, as, as people, because do do you, I mean, I have a lot of female friends and I do hear that a lot that I'm, Oh, I'm so heavy or this, or I wish this was different or so how do we, how do we help them? I think that's the bigger thing. How do we help people? I think that a big thing is just telling somebody that they look good. Like I, I noticed that I always tell my friends, Ooh, nice. Your hair looks great today. Or, Ooh, I really like the way you did your makeup or, Oh, your nails look nicer. Oh, you walked out looking sexy, like own it. Mm-hmm. I I'm the one that says stupid shit like that all the time. And I do mean it, but I also look for things to positively say to my friends because listen, we're all in this world together and life is not easy. So anytime I could build up my friends 
or just get my time with them started on a, on a positive note, I notice they do better. They also know that I'm not going to sit there and judge them negatively. I have no reason to do that. I'm always like, I'm always the one that go, yeah, own that, like work that sexy. I, I, I think that we need to start being more positive to each other. I also think that as a family, we should build up the characteristics in the child that is positive. My grandmother, she, God bless her, but she used to piss me off. I, I used to go with her all the time to like her, her old lady clubs that she was in, like the um, native daughters. And she, I, she was in a bunch of different ones. I can't even remember. But anyway, she would take me and introduce me to everybody. And she's like, oh, this is Tina, my big granddaughter. I'm like, really, granny? That's what you got to come up with. Or, or the, she's the white one because my family's darker complected. And here I am, this, this white girl walking in, you know, with my grandmother. And, and let me just say, when I started the seventh grade, um, I took a picture with my grandparents, my grandmothers, and they were both at my armpit. So at the seventh grade, yeah. I was way taller than them. <laughs> and, um, you know, so I get why she would say she's the big one, but ultimately that's really not what you want to say. Like you could say, mm-hmm. yeah, she's my tallest granddaughter, but that may be a little bit better. Or how about saying this, how about this kid rocks? Did you know that she played softball for seven years and she's, she's like a mean catcher. Like she got really good. How about, how about say, Oh, she's a straight A honor student right now. You know, why do I have to be the big white one? <laughs> like <laughs> Exactly. No, so I think that that family needs to stop with this whole even like Hispanic families. If I have to hear another kid get called gordos or or, or gordas, I hate that because that means they're for like, why would you say that to your kids? You're 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 setting them up to be that for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And and I I couldn't stand that. Well, I, I, think I, that I always I think we all ahead. fall into that. Like and again, just not saying it right. Like yeah. I may say that about somebody as well. Like I'm saying, oh, that's a big girl. But I mean height. Yeah. And I'm doing my best to get around that. Like now I'm, I go old school. I'm like, you know, that girl's a, you know, a tall glass of water. Yeah. I had a friend say to me that um, when he met me, he goes, oh, I'm going to climb that tree. And I'm like, Really? You, you thought of me as a fucking tree. And then he's like, yeah, but I was turned on by your size. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't sound like it's right. Yeah. There's, like, there's gotta be a, that, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, you, you could have just said you wanted to get in my panties. Like that's better right. than saying right? I want to climb that tree. <laughs> yeah. that Yeah. So it's, it's a way that, you know, people say things that, that needs to, and, and again, you know, if we don't have anything to get over from our family, then what are we going to complain about? You know, are we going to learn what lessons are we going to learn? So I think that there is a level of that where people just need to suck it up and be like, that's just them saying what they're saying. Like, let it go. And, right. and again, we need to let a lot of things go on this earth <laughs> that don't serve us the way that it should. So there's that. But I also think that as as family, I always tell I always tell the kids in my family, you're so smart. I cannot wait to see what you become or, oh my goodness, like you're, you're growing tall. It's going to be amazing to see what your body could do when you're done growing. Like I don't, I don't leave it as a negative. I have, I have a 
my nephew is over six feet tall. He's, he's all, he's, he looks like a noodle. He's super skinny and super tall. And everybody goes, Oh my gosh, you're so tall. You're so this, you're so that. And I always go, man, it's going to be great to see when you're done, when you're done growing, like how high you could get on that kitchen shelf. Like, I want to see if you can get all the way to the back. Like, you know, and he, he laughs at me. Cause he's like, you don't ever, you don't ever, you know, say things like they're a bad thing. You always try to say it like it's positive, but you still told me that I'm so tall. I'm going to be able to get to the top shelf. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'll work on something else. And, you know, he's, he's a love. So I always tell him, you are such a love. Like you're just one of those kids that, that people are going to like. So I just try to, I really do try. And I think it was because of the way that I was raised and how everything for me was like kind of under a microscope. So I, I really do try harder than most, but how do you fix it? I don't even know. Cause everybody's got insecurities. So everybody mm-hmm. points out everybody else's. And I think that as a society, we just, we don't need to state the obvious. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, we need to stop, you, you know, like being tall, um, mostly as a female um it has to be super hard um like live like we we're talking to live lives like my height it's my friend's daughter she's like five ten and a half she's mm-hmm. 18 years old um it's gotta be hard it, yeah. so she um i don't know hopefully she doesn't get mad at me saying this she um didn't get asked to a dance when she was in like ninth grade, I think ninth grade. I think so. Ninth grade. Um, so, so we set up my boy to go to the dance with her. And, and I'll tell you, she was like three or four inches taller than him. Nice. And my boy just owned it. Just, had no problem went with it and but he's got crazy confidence he gave two shits like he didn't care yeah and he went there and was like had a little bow tie on he <laughs> like he totally went with it so i think that there's you know it, it's got to be hard because shorter guys generally probably stray away from tall girls i mean like you said, you're tall. In your life, what do you see? I don't know. I think the short guys always came after me. The the shorter the, it seemed like, the more they did. And I and I do believe that that's a a genetically coded thing because you want each generation to be better than the last. That's what keeps the the species alive. You know what I mean? So yeah. I I do believe that shorter men will be more attracted to taller women because genetically it, it fits. It's they, they want to make sure that the, their next generation is taller. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that. That, that I, I understand where you're coming from. That my, way. that was, that's always been my experience for some reason. If there's a shorter guy in the room, he is always coming up to me and talking like he's not going to pay attention to the shorter ones. Um, but I've known over the years that shorter guys will get with shorter girls, but I, I have noticed there there's an attraction there between a shorter guy and, and me. And it's, 
a lot of women hate that. Like I'd never date anybody shorter. And, and I always I hear say it all the time, I always say if they're cute and they could keep my, if they could keep my attention, I'm all for it. I don't care. Like it's not my. Yes. I think, I think we all have a, what we're looking for. Yeah. But there's always outside the box. Like you can't personality is hopefully going to overrule everything. Well, if you want it to last, it has to be your looks change, you know, size changes, everything changes. Even if you weigh the same uh, at 50 that you did when you were 17, your body shifts, everything Mm -hmm. changes. Like weight goes to different places. Gravity. (laughs) There's that too. So I think that, I think that, as a society, if we're looking for the perfect picture, um, it's definitely a shorter lived relationship than somebody where you're with them because their personality grabs you and keeps your attention. I'm all for those type of relationships. I love when people keep my attention. I'm like, please entertain Mm -hmm. me. Like I'm all for it. I like to remind people that your ears and your nose never stop growing. (laughs) That's messed up. Truth, good, thing, good thing those two things on me weren't big to begin with so, so you're great you're, you're gold i may still have something that's not too big on me yeah i mean to me we're we're, we're running short on time here getting soon but to me i i think the the bigger thing is if you have children you, you have to build them like regardless of what you're doing you you can't you can't be the one who puts the anchor in their pants and, and yeah. tries to drown them with, you know, your saying you're fat, saying you're this, saying you're that, saying your nose is bad. That you're, you're just ruining uh, an yeah. adult. Yeah. As an adult, I think you have to look past societal norms. You, you can't go in like, look, I, I do photography and I will tell you, I can take a picture and manipulate it so much that you you wouldn't, you wouldn't even recognize yourself. And I mean, everything, stretch your neck, bring your cheeks in, separate your eyes. If they're a little too close, make them further apart, bring your eyebrows down, like bring your waist in, lift your boobs. I can do all that to the point where I need to have you take some pictures then, but but it's to the, (laughs) yeah, but it's too, it's, you get to the point where, you it's start, not you. it's not you, you're recognizing yeah. something. And I think every time you go to the store, or at least if they still have those, like if you see Cosmo and, and you look at the cover, that is not a real human being. Right. And society, we've, that's what we've done. We've made it hard for anybody in this world to think that normal, because the real normal, and I mean the real normal I think the real normal, at least in this country, is like a size twelve wow. for a girl. That's the normal. Like if we're if we're working on the the curve, yeah. I think it's a twelve. I'm pretty positive. I could be wrong. I'd have to try to it's look. Probably even up. more since COVID. To be honest with you, right? Because I've noticed everybody's waistline's gotten a little thicker. These yeah, days. because we've all been inside. Not and nobody's to do been shit. doing anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you and you know, um, I was also going to say. That as as adults, because we were talking about we got to build up kids, 
but as adults get with people that build you up and make you a better person and not are that aren't worried about your size. I mean, size, size comes and it goes and it changes and it, and it manipulates itself. There's so many things that are different, but I got to tell you my, when I was a teenager, I had, I had a friend that was short and, and round and, she had this crazy personality that just made people want to be around her. That girl got more booty thrown at her than any of the skinny chicks I've ever met in my life. And, and she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. And her personality is amazing. And she kind of taught me that, that your personality needs to come out for people to like you. So for me, I wasn't letting my personality out. She was, man, this girl would own it. And she just, everybody loved her because she was so big in her personality, but not overwhelming. Just she owned it and she was beautiful and she flirted and she made people feel good. And that girl got some booty in her day. I'm just, it really taught me that it wasn't about size. It was, it was about who you are as a person. You know? And I and I I really liked I really liked her attitude and how she did things. She was amazing. You know, we're we're gonna have to do a show on the number. You know, like the the number of people you've been with at the the taboo subject. We'll have to do something like that because you're talking about people getting booty. That's kind of funny. You know. Well, um, I'm I don't want to do the numbers game, but no, um, no, no, no. I think we should just talk <laughs> about it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Uh, me and. Um, one of my other friends, we talked about that the other day and she's like, there's no reason for anyone to know your number. And yeah, it no. is true, but we're getting off subject. Um, any last thoughts on this since we're, we're, we're coming up at the end of this one. My best advice is to just quit caring. If it's something that's not perfect on you, leave it alone, leave it alone and work on something that you can make better. And, and personalities are a big thing change your, your, the way you look at things. Cause if you change the way you think about yourself, you're going to change the way you think about the world and life is just going to get better. So my advice is to go for it. No excuses, balls out, live your life as big as you can, no matter what size you are and worry about all that stupid shit when you can't get off the couch anymore. Cause you're old and sick and you have nothing better to do. Like leave all your insecurities for then. Because life is so short and to stop you from being who you need to be, it's, it's such a, it's such a sad thing to do to yourself, like to put yourself in that situation to stop you because you're not perfect. Life happens when you're not perfect. So start living it. All right. And on that, I think uh, I will just say uh, I agree with all that statement. You, you do only live once in this life, so you better enjoy it while you're here. Yep. If, if, and if you do want to fix these things, that's okay as well. Like fix them however you need. Be okay with yourself. Um, yep. your, your inner self will always outshine your outer, no matter what you do. And that so. is no joke. I, I see, you know, starting to date again and everything, people that didn't know me, more than like five minutes and to see how they see me versus what I've always seen in myself. What a waste of time I've spent 
giving yeah. myself a hard time because guess what? Nobody's really seeing that. Yeah. Nobody's seeing what I'm insecure uh, about. Uh, agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, on that, uh, do you want to, you want me to, to, to do the, uh, the fun, the fun stuff? You can. Okay. Uh, just so you know, you can find us on all kinds of these lovable podcast things like Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Facebook, Google, you can find us everywhere. Don't get this twisted podcast. It's a, a fun show about opinions and, uh, Hey, we're doing pretty good these days. Lots and lots of, uh, States popping up. We got Chicago, Illinois, um, India is just rocking with downloads. Yay, uh, somebody, thank you guys. somebody in that country really, really likes us. A- and I mean, all over it's, I think we're up to like nine different cities in India. It's amazing. That is um, crazy. It is. It's crazy. I, I, I wish that people would go to our Facebook page from India and please say something. It's so awesome. Um, but on that, this is a show about opinions. So don't get it twisted. Uh, keep listening. We're, we're going to bring you more and more fun stuff here really soon. Lots more interviews, lots more fun topics. Uh, that's about Alfred uh, today. Um, always nice seeing you, Tina. Nice seeing you too, Rob. Ah, and uh, we'll see you guys in a week from today. See ya. 